Chris, we didn't approve that background, dude. We we didn't talk about that prior. That was <laughs> my, my bad, man. <laughs> I was, we were supposed to discuss this in the pre-show. Didn't happen. So I apologize, everybody. that's happened to see that. So hey, welcome in. We are here. Obviously, there's no Mike. It is me and Big Low, and we got our boy Chris in the house tonight to talk about some Saints and some Falcons. And let's get at it. Episode 104. Let's go. Welcome in, folks, to episode 104 of Out of Your Falcon Mind. We're in a Falcons fan cast. My name is John, your host, normally joined by my co-host, Mike. But Mike did have a, a buddy of his that passed away, unfortunately, uh, yesterday. So he is not going to be – didn't have the energy to make it tonight. So uh, our thoughts are definitely with him, man, and the family. Uh, he'll be back probably next week. He just needed a little bit of time off. Uh, so we have, we were going to have Big Low anyway, and you can see QB1's in the house. What's going on, Big Low? What's going on, man? What's love to you, man? And also, much love to Mike and, um, you know, uh, his friends and family. Um, definitely got y'all in our prayers, Mike. Absolutely, man. Chris, what's going on with you, buddy? How you doing, fellas? Doing Good, okay, man. man. How about you? You are, uh, I don't know, can you see? Like, they're a little bit laggy. Um, I can see, but it is moving um, a little slow. Yeah, what I can right. do hear you. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the video and come back in. Okay, that'll work. All right, folks, and like I said, welcome in, man. We are uh, coming to you from the Variety Sports Network, as always. Make sure you check out Variety Sports. Hit the like, subscribe on there. I think they're close to 250. I think on YouTube. Just started trying to nail that up, so definitely check them out, man. Whether you if you're into NBA, uh, I just saw our boys here from Fat Boy Fadeaway, mm-hmm. big Golden State fans here. Go check them out, man. They great show. Darren and the guys, man. Tyler put on a great show. So check those boys out. <clears throat> and just in general, man, if you're afraid of a fan of other sports, other other uh, teams, man, just go check out Variety Sports. Um, if you're here for the first time, welcome in. Like I said, normally Mike's here with me, man, just hanging out. Uh, but he'll be back next week. I'm sure you've probably seen Mike's other shorts and TikToks and Instagrams and all kinds of crazy shit that he does that we love. Um, so it's out there. So y'all know what Mike is. Um, and if you're here for the first time, like hit, you know, hit the subscribe button for us, hit the like button for us. This helps us get out there to more Falcons fans and keep growing the channel as we're going. And thank you guys because the, uh, the listens and the views, everything's been going up. Subscribers have been going up. Can't thank y'all enough, especially in the off season. Now it's been a really fun off season. So I understand, but man, you know, really appreciate you guys for doing that. Shout out to Cole Barkley for joining us last time from the you on the mountain podcast here on the variety sports network actually he uh, came and hung out with us and talked about clark phillips uh he's actually a uh, cole was actually is a an alumni of utah got to see clark up close play in person so check that out one if y'all check that one out if y'all missed it we hit about the other um we talked about the other picks as well but definitely about about clark um and that's it man so low man how's your week been dude man i ain't gonna lie to you john we, it's been fair to part the cloudy bow i ain't gonna lie to you you know it's one of those things we closing in on Friday, so you know that's normally yeah, are, the week for me to work. Unfortunately, but <laughs> yeah, I try to uh, I try to keep Fridays light if at all possible. 
So I don't have to, you know, I, I hate looking forward to a busy Friday. It's never fun. Yeah, it's never fun. Never no, fun. man. But definitely, man, you're one of our, obviously one of our favorite guests, man. So I appreciate you coming on with us tonight, talk a little off season. And uh, Chris, you still there, buddy? Yes, I'm still here. Okay. All right. I got you. Um, let's hit the chat real fast before we get into it. Miss Pam, what's going on? What's going on, Matt? Good to see you. Alberto, my peeps, Falcon family, Bijan Lowe in the cut, and also <laughs> Alberto. Alberto. Uh, I think Chris was just uh, using the throw up emoji there on the uh, Saints background. So, yeah, I'm with you, Chris. Carrie, what's happening? She said, What's up, John? Big low and Chris, even though I hate the Saints, I really enjoyed Chris's knowledge last time. Hey, man, I was on the show. With my screen background, I hear you. Um, also, Chris is kind of blurry. Yeah, I know. It, it looks like I don't know, it's, it's never been that way. And it, normally you come through like crystal clear. Um, so I don't know what's happening, man. Um, yeah, Carrie, it sucks, man. But uh, he, he'll be good. He'll get through it. Uh, one time, what's going on, Jack, Bodie, Chase? You already know what it is, and you already know what it do. Rise up, Falcons. Yes, sir, fellas. Yes, sir. Jay Black, what's happening, man? Ah, yeah, that's right, baby. TGI Friday. Yeah, man, I hear you. Um, all right, man. So, Lo, we had uh, there's been some weird topics this this last. There's always weird topics on Twitter, man. But there's but there's been a few. Um, you probably saw it, man. There's a thing going around about after Bijan took seven that we should have retired seven. Like like who hadn't been wearing seven for the last however many years now? What world? I I. It's like how long how long has Cooper wearing seven? Like three four years? Yeah. Nobody said anything. <laughs> oh, ain't nobody, nobody better than I. <laughs> now we are. Hey, it's time to retire. It's time to retire that number. I, yeah. I don't know, man. Goalpost move, dude. Uh, I love Mike, man, but he was excited. But, but but he didn't. That's not a. That's not a retirement. It's not a. No, I'm sorry, man. He wouldn't. He was exciting, but he just. I mean, it's not a. It's not a number retirement, man. I mean, I, I get it, but man. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, is, is Helms getting number two? <laughs> Dude, is he? I don't know. I, I think he is. I think Helms is getting number two. Well, then no. The <laughs> 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 seven's not going up there yet, man. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I just, I just thought that was funny, man. And I, I mean, like I said, love Mike just like anybody else does, and he put on a show while he was here, but it wasn't like. Uh, you know, like I said, put it up in the rafters type show. Chris, I know. I mean, obviously, you you were here right around that, or just after that time. I mean, what do you what do you think about that? About uh, I missed the question because I had to come back. Oh, it's about like a Vic. Yeah, there's just a lot, a lot of folks this week after Bijan took seven said that we should retire seven, but Kuba wearing seven for like three four years. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't, he even though Mike was a was a show, I don't think he put up the numbers to have his the seven retire even though you know it's when you see seven as a as a falcon fan you think of mike vick but cool's been wearing like the last few years so uh yeah <laughs> Bijan is uh he he, he have his he have some shoes to fill but i think he'll he's gonna be okay in the seven he's gonna be fine oh yeah yeah i think people just they'll they'll they'll, they'll uh, catch on to that pretty fast man uh those are the fans that still wear the mike vick jerseys for Matt Ryan. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, what's going on, man? What up, Big Low, LOL, a.k.a. Cisco? 
<laughs> oh, Chris said Helm's got 37. Yeah. All right. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Jeff said no thanks for me. Yeah. Exactly, man. Um, and another thing that came up was that the fact that somehow drafting Bijan was a uh and, and like putting all your full support behind Bijan was somehow disrespecting Tyler and CP, which I couldn't figure that one out either. Lo, what you say, man? I yeah, exactly. You said it all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's a situation where it's disrespect if you say one guy can do something that uh, that another guy can't do. I feel like it was a valid point saying, hey, Bijan is a little bit more of an explosive runner yeah. than Tyler Algier. You know, I mean, because as good as Tyler Algier was at making people miss, especially around the line of scrimmage, Whenever it came to those one-on-one situations, 15 yards away from the line of scrimmage, you know, just him and the safety, a lot of times he didn't win. Or, you know, a lot of times he just got hauled now. I think that's where B. John is a little bit different than Tyler Algier. Now, are we disrespecting them? No. We're just saying that there's one thing that one can do that the other one can't. It's like, uh, it's like me and Mike, man. Uh, there's several things that Mike does that I just cannot do. <laughs> and there's 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 things that I do that Mike can't do, and that's what makes the show good. Because <laughs> we just I can't do, and I, I have no problem admitting that stuff, like at all, you know. Exactly. So I mean, and, and and like to think, I mean, dude, Tyler's not worried about that. Like he knows he's going to have it. That's why I put out there. I was like, man, Tyler's still going to have a big part of this offense, and so is CP. It benefits all three of them. I mean, like Tyler's going to have a longer career for it. CP's going to be healthier and fresher throughout the year, but because of it, and and you look at, I mean. The you look at the amount of carries that Bijan had in the college, it wasn't that much, man. It was 500 and something carries over three years. Yeah, I mean, they still pretty that's that's fresh for a, a number one back coming out of college. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't get that at all, man. I just figured that you know they're all going to help each other, and it was just common sense to look at the film and see what they're good at and what they're not, you know. And I was like, and you know, Lo, I mean, like on the shows before, like I last before we drafted Tyler, I was like, yeah, we got to have Tyler, this is my guy. And I love Tyler. I love what he brings to the game, but he's not Bijan. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. You know, and and the crazy thing is, we've seen this happen like so many times in the past. It's like Roddy White was the guy for years, right? 2011, it's like we drafted, we trade the farm and the kitchen sink and the outhouse for Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, nobody was really complaining because we all knew that that offense needed to become more explosive, right? Yep. Yep. And, I mean, and we continue to see it. Adam Thielen was with the Vikings. They drafted Justin Jefferson. You know, moving forward, we see how that's worked out. I mean, you know, it's just a natural progression. Like, if you want to fix the strength or if you want to strengthen the strength, go ahead and add some more pieces to it. Yeah. Yeah, totally agree, man. I know. I mean, Chris, I know this is a Falcons topic, but man, what do you think about it? Man, Bijan Robinson, he's a he's a home run hitter. So when you ask somebody like them, like uh, QB one was talking about uh, Algier, he he couldn't, you know, break the big play all the time. He'll get caught. But you ask somebody like Bijan Robinson to that mix, okay, you can pound with Algier early, and use you can use Bijan on third down. He's a all he's a every down back. But he's gonna be real dangerous in the pass game. So this gives the flexibility for y'all you all to split Patterson back to maybe receiver to a slot, maybe. That helps the offense out a lot. So um drafting him, I hated the pick as a fan. Yeah. 
Yeah, your text was awesome, man. Y'all, y'all, he sent me this text. It was just a, just a gif of like a kid just like pissed off, just like shaking his hand and like, I mean, who did you want us to draft? Uh, any kicker would have been perfect. That's that's kicker, punter, deep snapper. All those pieces would have been perfect. But on a serious note, uh, Bijan Robinson, he's he's a home run hitter, man. That's gonna really, that's gonna help Ritter out a lot. Yeah, have him. Not saying Algier didn't, but you have a you have a top running offense already without Bijan. So you yeah. add him to it, it's gonna be dangerous. You don't have yeah. really doesn't have that pressure. You know, he don't have to, he don't he won't have to make 20 to 25 throws, maybe 15, 17, keep him in that range. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean the amount of the amount of uh 22 personnel they can use now, uh the amount that I mean that they they, they might break a record for using that <laughs> for using that this yeah. year, man. I mean uh yeah he, he like, like you said man like you can when folks look at it and they say he's running back i mean we've said it before but you can't look at him as just that because he's not i mean he's gonna be he's gonna be moved around and used everywhere because he's he's got elite talents in all those types of <laughs> categories so it's not just cut and dry like you drafted a running back at eight i mean yeah that's his position but that's not all he's going to be doing no, that's not all it lets you know how good he is because he's a running back that went in the first round that's rare yeah, he's right. gibbs you don't see that first round running back the last few years. So, real quick, were you surprised Gibbs went that early? I was very surprised yeah, uh, that he went to Detroit that early. I was like, wow. I didn't see that, but I didn't know. Well, nobody knew that they were trying to trade Swift away. So, right. I was like, wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, with being a Bama guy, like, you know, that Gibbs is somebody we talked about like possibly falling yeah. to us you know if we didn't yeah. go Bijan, he might be there at 44 <laughs> well no that was That's not the i was thinking like maybe we could trade up because i don't i didn't think he would make it to 29 but i was like maybe if he falls like a little bit past 20 maybe we could try i was like wow man y'all got gibbs i, I literally i would have thrown up that night on the draft <laughs> like i just would have just that wouldn't have been good for me man uh jordan what's up man he said john Lowe and chris what's going on man good to see you bud Kerry said we should have retired seven all of a sudden when Koo had been wearing it for four years. Yeah, I know. So annoying. People clearly haven't watched Falcons football since Big War Seven. That's all I can think of. Yeah, that's about right, man. And so Chris said Tyler's probably the happiest one saving fresh legs for a second contact. Yeah, I mean, just imagine Tyler late in the game, man. I mean, coming in fresh, you know, smashing people. What up, Brian? Good to see you, buddy. Look who's in the house tonight. Damn, Ski. What's going on, Adam? What's up, bro? Kenny, what's up, man? What's up, Big John, Big Low? What in the world? And Brother Chris and prayers and money, Mike and his family. Appreciate you, Kenny, man. I'm sure he'll be watching or sending me. I think he's going to send me in some questions here for these guys pretty soon. <laughs> Jay Black, believe it or not, panel, you will see Arthur Smith calling more pass plays if we are successful with our first four to six games. Yeah, man. I mean, I think he said he wants to be more balanced this year. And, I mean, obviously, you know, we couldn't – you know, Marcus tried, but it didn't really work out that well. So I mean, we're we're thinking that we're thinking that you know Riz is going to be able to be able to uh, to pass a little bit better than than what he did last year. Um, on that note, man, I got it. We did we did get an email, so I got to read it real fast. So that's the deal. If y'all email us, it's at atlfalconfancast@gmail.com. We will read it out on the show. So this is from Keith, man. He said, John and Mike, really glad I found y'all weeks ago when I was scrolling through YouTube. I haven't. I'll have to go back and listen to some of the previous shows, get caught up a bit, but I love the energy y'all bring. The fan base can be a little negative sometimes, so it's nice to see. I, just, I guess he's cut off there. Nice to see. Question for y'all. John, I saw your post about UGA fans. Would they take Gurley back in 2015 or would they have passed? Uh, I got a question. Would you have done it yourself? And 
would you have been obsessed, upset if we passed on Julio? Okay, I'll, I'll answer that in a second. Uh, I'm a UGA fan, and I thought he'd uh, be great, but an injury concerns worried me. Hindsight is always 2020, though. I really wanted Carter this year, but I can understand the reasoning if they had doubts about his character. Keep it up and rise up. Appreciate you, Keith. Um, yeah, man, if Mike was here, he would tell you. Uh, Chris, you probably, hell, you might remember. Like, no, I didn't want Vic Beasley. I was one of the few that didn't uh, whenever yeah. he was drafted. I, I wanted Todd Gurley. Uh, and I'm not a Georgia fan, but I wanted Todd Gurley just because I thought he would be just ridiculous, you know, in yeah. the offense. Um, I knew he had the injury concerns, but I thought, man, you know, you can you you pair him with a with a backfield, you know, good good tandem backfield. You'd have a good you'd have a, a great you know running game and passing game. Um now what I matter well, we didn't pass on Julio. We had to trade up to get we traded a lot, as Lowe just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, but it, that's the thing. Like, it, and an, another dude hit me on after I put that on Twitter. Another dude hit me is like, man, well, at least you got to see uh, Ridley and, and Julio. That's two players in like thirty some odd years of me watching Falcons football. Like, I don't, I don't care. I mean, like Chris is and Chris will attest to this too, man. Like, uh, Chris, do you really care if they draft LSU players? Not at all. I don't. If they, I mean, if they there and they worth being drafted, no. If yeah, they're I mean, not, yeah. <laughs> no, I so, get it. Like, it was the thing with Ojalar. I didn't want Ojalar. I didn't think he was, you know, I don't think he's ready right now. Mm-hmm. So, but he was, you know, he was pretty good at LSU, but I just don't think he was he's ready right now. Yeah. And uh yeah, that's all I was saying was like I get I get, and then look, it is odd that they haven't drafted. I mean, the stats are crazy. They haven't drafted like a Georgia player in forever in like the first couple of rounds. It is wild. Um, but I just think it's coincident. You don't know that I don't think the the different regimes are saying, okay, we cannot go draft Georgia players in the first thing. That's not happening. I mean, that's yeah. you know, it's not yeah, I think if all things considered, if none of that happened, and that stuff happened with Carter and he was just a, a hard worker nonstop and that was nothing but glowing reviews. Then you see Carter taken right there, more than likely. Yeah, yeah. And, because, and and Chris and Chris, I, I do want to say since you're in the chat, I mean since you're on the show and Damsky's in the chat. Now on the other side of the coin, Ohio State players, we know that those New Orleans oh, yeah. Saints got to get them. Ohio we State, yeah, we gone. Yeah, y'all got to get them. <laughs> they players, man. They get band players. Drives me crazy. Yeah, we we definitely go on Ohio State guy. This is probably <laughs> the first year. Uh, in many that we didn't draft Ohio State player, but we did pick up one in the undrafted free agency. So there you go. We had to fill that quota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, and I, I, like I said, I, I get the frustration, but I think this ends up being the case where a lot of the, the people that literally said like I'm leaving and going to cheer for the Eagles, which happened, Chris. I don't know if you know that that actually happened. Um, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that they're more they're more more Georgia fans than they were Falcons fans, and then they just want to, which you know that's fine if that's the case, that's the way you are. But I mean, like for me, like I said, for me, dude, like I don't care if they draft Bama players. If they do, great, I get to cheer for them, but even longer for the team that I, that I root for in the NFL. But if they don't, yeah, I don't. I, I'm I don't not I'm not in that room, man. They're making the decisions, they're drafting the players, they're making the free agency moves. Uh, I'm trusting them to know what's better for their team, like not my not me sitting here doing a podcast. So I mean. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, uh, yeah, Julio, I mean, I, I love the fact we got Julio, but man, we gave up a lot. But I, I mean, he was, but look how, look how prime Julio was something else, man. Like, yes, I mean, people, people forget about it now because of how he fell off, but man, just, just, just look it up. I mean, the dude was ridiculous. So, 
Yeah, yeah. So like that, you know. So like I said, I get the frustration uh, for from some of the Georgia fans, but again, like you know, then the Keely Ringo thing in the later rounds, man. Uh, Clark Phillips is better than Keely Ringo. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Especially for what y'all gonna use him for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I if I was drafting Keely Ringo, I'd make him a safety. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I mean, he he's damn near safety size anyway. Um, but no, Clark's going to be in the slot, man. And he guy that can play outside. And we're going to talk about all the picks in a second. Uh, loading. I, I want to get both of y'all's opinions on him anyway. But um, yeah, so man, so that was just that was just uh, it was a. I, I did that on Twitter, man, on on Sunday, and that was just nonstop all day long going off. And I, <laughs> he, I knew when I started the fan base, it would be it would be something else. But um, but it wasn't like I said. I mean, but there's dude, there's tons of like Lo yourself, buddy. You're a Georgia fan. Like, how how does it affect you? I mean, I'm gonna watch the Georgia games on Saturday. I'm watching the Falcons games on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. know. And it's not like we passed and took like like Chris as a punter, for Christ's sake. I mean, we took yeah. the best running back slash weapon that we've seen in God knows how long, man. So I mean, like it's not like we just totally fumbled it. I mean, so <laughs> yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. It was just that was a fun, that was a fun thing to do. Millie, what's up, man? Good to see you, dude. Said so, low, shout out to low. Uh, damn skis. Oh, uh, Millie said Jared Verse, defensive end, FSU, probably a top pick next year. Yeah, man. Jared Verse is going to be something next year. I saw uh, saw quite a few early uh, pro- projections next year. They had uh, Chris, they had Kool Aid as like the top 10 next year. For overall? Mm hmm. Which, uh, I mean, I, you know, I say every week, it's a bad week to ask me about Alabama secondary last year because it wasn't good. But uh, he can actually play, though, man. If he, he can play, if, he can he play. Can play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if he if he can build on last year, now that he'll be in the top ten. Hopefully, uh, doesn't fall like Eli Riggs did. I don't know what happened with that, dude. I I, I don't have no idea. Did, where did, did he, he get drafted? Go from well? LSU to Alabama, know. then you get un, you un, you not even drafted. Like it's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. <laughs> he was five star too, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he was. Five he was the number one cornerback in the country when he came to LSU. Yep. Man, so I don't know what happened with that. Maybe it made me bad. So I don't Went know. Went to DB University. You know, it was like somebody got to give him an invite, right? I don't know. Might think? be playing in the XFL. Damsky said, uh, thoughts on something that's not really getting attention. Day one, Matthew Bergeron is an upgrade to Wilkinson and Pass Pro and might be more nasty in the run game. Dude, yeah, when they made that pick, um, all of us uh, kind of sat here. I mean, I was on with uh, Pound for Pound that night on, on day two. And um, they made a pick. We're all like, whoa, all right, who? Because, <laughs> I mean, we hadn't really – I hadn't looked at him. I know, like, uh, I think Birdo had looked uh, – you know, had watched some film on him or whatever. Um, but, you know, don't see a lot of Syracuse football, and Mm-mm. I didn't know a lot about him. So, uh, once I started reading about him, I was like, oh damn, we might have got a we might have got somebody here. I mean, six foot five, three hundred and twenty pound monster, played left tackle at Syracuse, and move him inside to guard, like Damsky said, man, like instantly upgraded pass pro because he's that's one of his that's one of his strengths. Um and yeah, man, it should be a, like you said, it should be a freaking road grader on the left side. So if you can yeah, and like a lot of folks were saying, you know, we should have waited, we could have got him. And yeah, that that thought entered my mind too. But you know, like I even said on the show, I said, you know, well, we don't know. I mean, they they could have got word that 
somebody was going to take him or there's going to be a run on guards or, you know, interior alignment or whatever. Uh, and then we could find out after the fact that, yeah, uh, the Cowboys were debating in taking him or Massey Smith at 26. Yeah. Um, so, and then, you know, you got to figure that if they're going to take him there, then yeah, there's a good chance he might get taken off the board before we able to pick at 44. So I understand moving up and getting him there. I uh, mean, so, yeah. I mean, I actually like this, John, because you, you married, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So, you know, whenever you started talking to your wife, did you wait a year? You was like, you know what? I'm just going to wait, do a couple other things in life. <laughs> then I'm going to talk to her. Did you wait or did you go ahead and and and, and do what you needed to do? Yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, that's it. I feel like that's how the, the Falcons feel with, with Bergeron. The, the only concern that I had with him, because I've seen him listed as high as 330, mm-hmm. being three being a 330 guard. Yeah. Um, and that zone run blocking scheme, I'm wondering like, is he gonna be able to get to that second level the yeah. way that we need him to? Right. You know, but I mean, I'm sure Arthur Smith will get him right for the season start. Yeah, that could be a situation where they're like, hey, you know, his back. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a situation where like, yeah, you know what, you know, just Cut back on the Big Macs and, you know, no no more PBJs. Let's drop you about 10, 15. Make sure you can get out there, you know, and uh, it'll be good to go. Padre, what's up, brother? Good to see you, dude. Well, Begant, what's happening, man? Uh, Kerry says some uh, some Falcons fans are some of the least loyal fans in the league, I swear. <laughs> well, you know what? I think it's just, uh, like I said, some are more college fans than they are. Because I mean, we know how Georgia is, man. It's a, we know Atlanta is. It's a huge college town. But there's a ton of mm-hmm. folks that are Georgia fans. They've been they've been Georgia fans longer than they've been Falcons fans, and they want the Falcons to draft Georgia players, but that's just not how it works. I mean, all I mean, you can say the same thing about look, man. Philly has five Alabama players. Should I, I mean, should I go root for Philly? Hell no. Like, no. I mean, it hurts me to see Jalen and Devonta up there doing good, and you know, it killed me to see freaking. I got a I got a Mark Ingram sign football. The man <laughs> most of his career in the Saints. I mean, like Dan Quinn stayed drafting LSU guys when he was with the Falcons. So <laughs> it was like, it is what it is. So, man, it did. It really did, man. That's, that's hilarious. Mount Millie said, hell, Mike Hughes is better than Ringo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, damn scared of the Buckeye propaganda. I mean, you don't have to worry about that. He's gonna he's gonna give that to you, man. Oh, yeah. He said I got he said I got two Buckeyes now, man. Okuda is one of my fave ever, dude. Okuda could be the wild card and all this stuff, man. He really could. Um, yeah. All right, man. So getting into the uh, those picks, man. We've talked about it a little bit. Lo, I saw your reaction to the pick, man. What what was going into the pick? Who did you want us to take? And what did you think after we took Bijan? And going into the pick, I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I wanted B. John Robinson, but it's well documented going into the draft. I never said, <laughs> Oh, he's out with him. Are you serious? <laughs> See what I'm talking about? That's six. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, oh, no, 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 you good, bro. Um, but yeah, I, I really wanted B. John Robinson. I didn't want to get my hopes up. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I every I would kind of talk myself out of it throughout, you know, while I was doing shows. I was like, well, you know, Jalen Carter, you know, that's a good consolation prize if you don't get B. John Robinson or you know Christian Gonzalez or you know, 
Um, I I was even on a Skaronsky train for a while until I found out that Arthur Smith said he was boring today. That shit's hilarious. <laughs> Man, look, if Arthur Smith says you're boring, then you're boring. <laughs> you, you better take some personality classes or something, man, because that's that's not a good look for you, brother. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, whenever we got Bijan, I was I was ecstatic. I was just thinking about how, um, you know, if we would have had him on this team last year with the subpar quarterback play, we mm-hmm. would have won three to four extra games because, yeah. you know, there are so many times where we, you know, ended up stopping in the 30 to 20 yard line area and we just couldn't get another first down, you know, B. John Robinson could have possibly just broke that play and, you know, got us those extra three points or those extra four points, you know, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic. I love it. Yeah. Did you see, you, you saw our reaction, didn't you? From the yes. I mean, yes. We, I mean, it's funny because like all of us, I mean, like Savion wanted Carter and like, you know, I wanted Carter. That was that was who I wanted to. I wanted Jalen Carter. And then closer, like the day or two before the draft, when some of those reports started coming out that, you know, I mean, hell, there was a thing that said like sometimes his folks had to like pay him to practice, <laughs> like to really practice hard. Yeah. And, you know, and some of the coaches talking about how, you know, maybe he's not the hardest worker or not. All that stuff started coming out. The, the less and less I thought, okay. Terry, they're not taking him because if there's any any doubt whatsoever, this is not going to work, you know. But my second guy that I wanted was Bijan. So like we we were all kind of the same boat. Like okay, like we understand. That's what I don't get. Like for the folks that did not want Bijan, which I understand, everybody's got their own opinion. But you you how you can't be excited for what it's going to bring? That's what I don't understand. Because you may not have wanted him, but you got to you got to you got to be able to see what it's going to provide. <laughs> Like exactly. exactly like that part of it's hard to understand but uh yeah we we were uh ecstatic man and like with damsky on the i mean his, his feed was a full minute behind ours so like he, he took his earbuds out he had no idea he so, had this little moment i seen him he, yeah man he had to, he had his moment and so and we just re-celebrated it with him so it was it was awesome man he it was it was it was a great night but uh yeah, so I know I know Chris, you threw stuff and got angry and, and punched the wall. So I mean, <laughs> I, yeah, I hated it. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> why? Yeah, but yeah. we have Terry Fontenot now, man. So he's gonna he's gonna do things like that. He's gonna be good in the draft because he knows he has an eye for talent, also. So mm-hmm. yeah, I wasn't know, surprised, but I didn't like. It. <laughs> yeah and uh i mean the and, and you look at all of all five guys that we was it five it was five right that we drafted um five yeah. yeah um all of them man all team captains all yeah. hard workers all like those type of, you can clearly tell like they're if if it, if it was if you were ever con- didn't know i mean now you know like these are the guys the type of character dude they're looking for and they told you pretty much when they talked about Bijan. they they were sold when they went to austin man they saw what he was about then they already saw what he could do on the field so that was just kind of like sewed it up for him you know and then you know you demarco hellums you know leading tackler at alabama and you don't become a captain there without putting in the work i mean that's just doesn't happen um you know and, and javon gwen what 47 i think straight starts uh at, at south carolina you know and i went back and watched him and just yeah nasty dude on up front i mean a little undersized but you know again i mean i'm not complaining about depth on the offensive line especially at the center position if he can play center which we don't know you know i mean i, I think they're gonna give dom every chance in the world to, to keep that job but you know i got no problem with the young cat back there pushing him either because i mean you know 
we got a guy retired that was in the seventh round too, you know, Mr. Mud Duck himself. That's so it. not 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 to say that he's gonna be that, but you never know, man. You never oh, know. Yeah. Ben Jones is still out there. Sure is. You know, sure is. Uh higher self said, Yeah, I'm just gonna be happy we got help. Yeah, we got a lot of help. That's a fact, man. Damsky said they got ahead of the run on the IOL. Yeah, on the Bergeron. Yep, exactly right, man. I mean, like Lowe said, I mean, why, why are you going to wait? If you know that's what you want, man, move up and get it. Yeah. Potter said, can QB low comment on how he feels about having a new running back and left guard to support him as a QB? It, isn't good. it is important, man. <laughs> it is important. Uh, uh, so, Chris, I don't, you know, I, this is my first time meeting you on my channel. It's like I – you know, I said I want to be the next quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons, so I shoot a few oh, videos. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, I shoot a few videos, and you know, I've done some pretty amazing things. Ran like a sub four forty yard dash, and okay, you know, you know, <laughs> on challenge. But um, Padre, he's talking about um, you know, how it would be to have a new running back and uh left guard. Look, I, well, I, I love Okay, I love it. You know, it's this support. <laughs> I love it. You know, just trying to do our thing. Y'all crazy, man. Yeah, man. I mean, and you look at it, I mean, you know, just and also the value. I mean, like, and I'm not talking about positional value. I'm so tired of hearing positional value. It's ridiculous. Just the the value of what Bijan brings to our team, what he does to our offense, that value. Like I said, if it's another, if it's any other offense than what we run, then okay. But the one we have, where we already have somebody like Kyle who's going to line up different spots. You got two big guys in Drake and Matt Collins. You got John o. Smith who could be a really good, I mean, like X factor nobody's talking about in this whole thing. Yes. Um, you know, you got already had Tyler, and now you throw somebody on there that can legitimately, like I said, I mean, like if you can line, you can have Tyler and Bijan in the field at the same time easily. Yeah. There's no problem whatsoever. And you got CP just chilling, waiting for his turn. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you can't look at that and be like, that, that, that's a bad pick. No, it's a, it's a hell of a pick. It's a great pick. And you know, I mean, it's crazy because it's like when I remember whenever Alvin Kamara came to the Saints, Chris, and yeah. you know, I just remember thinking, man, that actually makes perfect sense. And I feel like he kind of extended Drew Brees' career to a certain he extent. He did. He actually you know? did. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, Desmond Ritter, he's kind of going to be starting off his career on the right foot with a weapon like a B. John Robinson. Because I, I see a lot of similarities in their games. Yep. B. John and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. You know, they could kind of, you know, do everything. So, you know, that's, that's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, he and he and Mark had a nice little tandem there. I mean, that we hated to go against every freaking year, you know. So, I mean, uh, but we y'all get y'all did get somebody that uh, that I will talk about in a little bit, Chris. That I wasn't I wasn't happy about either. Um, so it kind of helped to help it, you know. <laughs> you had that too, um, but and hey, shout out real quick to XRP Lyric on uh, on uh, Twitter for sending me the video. Or I mean, if, did y'all see uh, the Dozen Ritter interview with uh, Michael Smith this yes. week? So. I think that uh, I think at the end of that interview, Michael was he had changed his mind because I think going in, he was like everybody else who hadn't been paying attention or been around the Falcons and pay, you know, that follow as closely as we do um, that, you know, who is who is this Desmond dude, you know, like type of thing. And I think he found out in that interview what he's really about um, and, you know, what kind of man he is and the maturity that he has. So 
like I said before on the podcast, Lo, and I, I don't know if I've ever told you, but I mean, I, I just think if he doesn't succeed, it's sure as hell not from a lack of effort or work or anything else. It's just the fact he he may not be that guy. If that 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 could be the only reason, because <laughs> yeah. he's going to put everything he possibly can into making this work. Because he's he's he just he grew up faster than a lot of dudes did, man. Um, and he's he's he just matured earlier. He matured quicker. He had a baby, he got married, uh, all those things. That makes a difference for those of you that are married and have kids. That makes a difference <laughs> in your life and in your career, whatever your career is. And it. it changes things. So he's got all the motivation in the world, man, to go out there. And, and I, I got confidence, man. I mean, like, it's not, it's not blind confidence because I think what we saw in the last four gives us hope. Um, but, I mean, the folks that, that just purely write him off, you know, I, I don't get that either, you know. So, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer, but I'm also not saying that he can't be the guy. I just, we haven't seen enough, but I do have confidence. I don't think there's anything wrong with having confidence in the guy, especially after what we've seen and what we were surrounding him with. Exactly. Exactly. And that's the biggest thing, what you put around him. You know, mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing. Absolutely, man. Um, and then, you know, and then you look at, like I said, Bergeron, we probably got a first-round pick out of that in the second uh, based on who was you know, looking to take him and – When's the last time we really saw Dallas whiff on offensive lineman? Hello. That's it. You're right. It's been a while. It's been a while. Um, so that makes me feel good. Clark Phillips. I Mike loved Clark Phillips. Uh, he did a whole video about him months ago. Yeah. And uh he when we started doing our draft profiles, and then I looked, I watched them because our, our buddy Vic on and Cole on uh on Twitter, who are big Utah guys. I mean, they were hitting, Vic hit me up immediately. He was like, You gotta watch Clark Phillips. He's like, and he sent me the film, like he watched him against Drake. And dude, I mean, you know, he gives up six, seven inches to Drake. And he he gave Drake every bit of what he of what he could take, man, during that game against USC. And last year against Jordan Addison, same thing. Same thing. He don't care. Yeah. Yeah, he's a baller, man. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 plays with a chip on his shoulder. You can tell he's gonna be around for a long time. Yeah. yeah, and, and we we said on the last show, man, if he's six foot one, he's the first round pick. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Easy. and I mean, and so many folks gave him like you know second round grade, and here we are getting him in the fourth. Yeah, that's some serious yeah. value, man. And then you know, then we don't pick again till you know later on. Like I said, we get to Marco Helms. It's, you know, of course, I'm I'm gonna be biased, but um, I think <laughs> it, it, to me, out leaving, if we don't get Helms. <laughs> <laughs> One damn player, damn it! Um, but no, I mean, you know, it was like well, I didn't know he was. I, I wasn't even thinking of him at the time when we drafted him. And I was, I saw it pop up because we were at the, we were at my kids' baseball game. I was like, oh shit, we got Demarco. You know, so to me, any 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 Bama defensive player in the seventh round to me is like is a win because you know yeah. typically that's a, you know that's good, pretty good pedigree they're coming through there. You know, uh, and then Javon yeah. Gwynn, I had no idea. Like I said, I, I, I obviously knew he played for South Carolina, but I hadn't watched him. I didn't know what he was about and I go and watch him and read about him. I'm like, man, like all these picks, I mean, like you got value in every single one of these picks and all these guys could legit be contributors. I mean, DeMarco's making the squad. He's going to be a special teams player. He may challenge for a, some safety playing time as well. Cause oh, he will yeah. come up and, and, and smack, like I said, his hit, his nickname is Hitman for a reason. He comes up and smacks people in a run game, man. And I don't, you know, I wouldn't hate it if they said, Hey man, uh, go eat some PBJs and let's move you to a linebacker position and see what happens. Ooh, I must think about that, John. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he's already a big dude. Yeah, you know he's a big boy. 
You don't need, yeah. you know, linebackers now are smaller anyway. So the That's deep true. bucket style linebackers are out the window. So these, these your your best linebackers are under two fifty, between two thirty five and two fifty nine can run. So that wouldn't be bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris said, anyone know how many of the Falcons draft picks for the Senior Bowl? Uh, I think Gwen was, was he not? Because yeah. I know he was a senior. Yeah. Uh, DeMarco, I don't know. Obviously, Bijan wasn't. Um, I think Bergeron was, wasn't he? Bergeron, I think, was. Yeah. yeah. Bergeron yeah. was. I think so. I mean, yeah, I mean, they've, they've shown they like those guys, too, in the past. They, yeah, they love them senior bowl guys. Yeah, they do. At least I just hope Bijan doesn't get hurt. Them legs look a little skinny. <laughs> My only <laughs> knock on Bijan. He'll be all right, dude. I saw uh, – there's a hit he took, man. I don't know, y'all might have seen it online. He's like – you seen this? He's like scorpion twisted. I mean, like in it's a position like, your your body should never be in. I mean, it was it was wild. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. He may, he may just be <laughs> – Hopefully, like, you know, bendable. <clears throat> He's uh, most of John at the same time. We'll never really know if Ritter is the guy. If we're running a lot, we're going to judge him off the plays. Marcus had MM had last year and missed on, or do we be patient for a couple of years? Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I don't think you, yeah, you can be patient. You have, you have the ability to be patient now because we're still going to be a run heavy team. So yeah, you have to be, you're not going to ask him to go out there and give you three fifty a game and three touchdowns. You just want to, you want him to have the ability to when it's open, and you got to hit him, you know. You and you saw last year, like a couple of games that he played in, he was trying to make that big play when he had checkdowns open. So that's the stuff he's got to just start, you know, really start compartmentalizing and start realizing, like, I ain't got to go out there and make this huge play. I got playmakers everywhere. Mm-hmm. I just got to find them. Exactly. And if they're open, I got to hit them because once the ball is in their hands, then it's it's up to them. You know, then they can do yeah. it. So yeah, really, he's on this checkdown man also. So yes, that sir. Was- that opens up everything else. When you have a guy like Bijan as a check down man, so now that linebacker he can't sit in that in that window for this slant. He got to come down. So yep. he just has to make the throws. He doesn't have to be perfect. And this also is gonna give him time to develop. Even though he's a starter, he's still gonna develop some too. So that's mm-hmm. gonna help a lot. Yep. Yeah, man. I mean, and it's it's gonna challenge Arthur's creativity for sure because he's gonna have to. You know, find ways for all these guys to get touches, and you know, um, the 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 talk about being, you know, bringing in Corey Davis, which I'm I'm for, but you know, there is only one ball, <laughs> so uh, I mean, you know, like, and, and you know, the, the the positionless type offense that you know we've all heard you know, that they, they, they like, and you know, and just positionless football, let's put it that way, um, you know, yeah, you you're gonna line CP probably in the slot, you're gonna line. Uh, Kyle in the slot. You're going to line uh, freaking Bijan in the slot. You're going to have that happen a lot. So you may not necessarily need a bona fide number two with all the movement you're going to have in and out. You know, so, and the biggest thing too with our offense and and, and uh, Desmond said in the interview is really just understanding the check downs too. Like able to get everybody in position to do the right thing and call mm-hmm. the right run play, whether it's the run or pat, whatever. It's just getting into the right, knowing all that. They didn't let him wear a wristband last year. They made him yeah. memorize everything. So, and that's honestly, that's probably what took him longer to get on the field was just like he had to really just – Marcus knew this offense for the most part. It was just, yeah. just kind of like a refresher for him. Like, you know, Desmond, this is all brand new. So, mm-hmm. it was just something different for him. So, yeah, I'm willing to be patient, man. Like I said, mm-hmm. if if we ran a different style of offense or we run and gunned it or we, or we just threw it all over the field, then no. Uh, we, we probably got – you know, 
we may we may have the wrong guy, <laughs> but we don't. But we don't know yet. I mean, we just we, there's just not enough out there for us to tell how how really good he could be, man. Um, and side note, we did have we did invite a couple of XFL guys if y'all saw to the uh, to the off season or to the, the mini camp. Yeah, it was a dude from both of them were from the Seattle uh, Battlehawks. One was a defensive lineman, Kevin Atkins from Fresno State. He was a five year, actually five years at Fresno State. And then Lucas Dennis was a safety four years at Boston College, went undrafted. And then he, I think he was on the practice squad for the Bucks for a year. So we'll see what the, you know, I'm all about it, man. More competition. That's fine. Bring them in, man. See what they can do. Uh, Bubba said, John who can line up in the backfield and can, yeah, man, that's the same. John who could make some things, you know. And then Neely said, no, no, no to Corey Davis. Matt Collins literally can be the same player. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm indifferent, man. Like if I, I don't think it's necessary that we have to go out there. What do you think, Lo? I mean, that, that, that's been the thing around. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm good on it. You know, I mean, Corey Davis, he's a great talent, but I mean, you know, Matt Hollins, I feel like he could pretty much do the same thing. Yeah. And you got Scotty Miller for the little fast in and outs and stuff like that. And, you know, you, we haven't even talked about him yet, but he gets the, and there's another guy that can, you know, do things, stretch the field on, you know, as well. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, depending on what it would take, I just I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of good, man. Just, to, just based on who we got alone, I'm, I'm all right with it. Um, all right, man, Chris. Yes, sir. Tell me about y'all's off season, man. We, we've talked about it, but like starting off with, with car and, and just the free agency, man, like, what do you, what do you think about all of it? Um, starting off with Carr, I think that was, you know, a good we got the best available quarterback that we could get that we could afford. Uh of course we couldn't afford Lamar Jackson, so we didn't even try. We got him. So Carr was the best fit for us. Um guy that doesn't you know, he's led the league in interception the last few years, but he's been playing with the Raiders. So change of scenery <laughs> for him, I think that's gonna help him out. Yeah, I mean uh so, yeah, because, I mean, you're still going to have Kamara, right? Is he still going to start the season? His court date starts um, in June. Mm. He, I mean, He's for sure going to be suspended. I just don't know yeah. how many games. He, he's going to get at least four. I'm I'm thinking six myself, but he's going to get at least four games. So what did we get in Onyemata and Caden Ellis? Um, Onyemata is a, is a big run stopper, man. Um he, him, and um, Grady have been missing each other. We needed a, we've been missing a D tackle on the same team to help him out, and Grady's been doing the same thing. So now, with them together, um, he's a little older, but he's been he's a hell of a run stop. And Caden Ellis is a great pass rusher. Now in coverage, um, he just started to come better in coverage because he was he's been coming. He came off of a I think an ACL tear um, when we picked him when we drafted him. So mm-hmm. he's been trying to get himself back healthy and he finally got healthy in his contract year coincidence but uh <laughs> <laughs> he's a great pass rusher man he's gonna help a lot in the pass rush especially any he, he's coming with ryan nielsen so ryan Nielsen's is gonna know how to use him yeah i mean were you kind of upset about losing nielsen i was because he's a man he's a he's a gap guru as far as you know, if you know foot like d-line stuff he's a gap guru so if you you can't create the pressure on your own. He's going to put you in gaps and shift you around. It's like Cam Jordan's gotten old. He can't – his speed rush doesn't work anymore. So he lines them up in a nine technique, lines them up out wider, inside more. So that 
that helps him create pressure. So he's a gap guru. So that's going to that's gonna be big. So we've heard, right, Lo? He's the D-line whisperer. That's what we hear. Yeah. We hear <laughs> made a, a, a lot of guys, a lot of money, going even yes. going back to the Mario Williams in North Carolina State, you know. I forgot how oh, many, like 241 sacks the last few years or something like that. Yeah, Trey Henderson a, talks a Trey really Henderson. highly of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Trey Henderson, yeah. You know, so, I mean, look, it's something that we've been needing for a long time. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude what, 21 sacks last year? Oh, <laughs> man. That's horrible. <laughs> and we, weren't even, we, were, we weren't even last last year. We were 31st. Yeah. There's somebody <laughs> worse than us. So, yeah. Um, any, free agency wise, man. Anybody else that y'all pick up that you know you Jamal liked Williams? We picked up Jamal like Williams from Detroit. That mm-hmm. was a big pick. That was a, a surprising pickup. Um, it was. I didn't even have him on the radar. So, um, that was a big pickup, knowing that Kamara is going to be suspended at some point in time. So, um, that was huge for us. And um, who else did we get in free agency? Um. Those are the two big ones that stood out to me. Those were the two big ones, yes. Uh, and then the draft. Who y'all? Who y'all get first round? I forgot. Brian Brzee. That's right. Brian yeah, yeah. I like him a lot, dude. If he can stay healthy, man. He's if he can a, stay he's healthy, a, man. I think he's yeah. That was that's that was our weakness on our defense coming into the free agents because we didn't when free agents started we didn't have one D tackle under contract. Good lord. So, <laughs> and we end up signing. Oh, we signed. Uh, we signed a D tackle from Kansas City and one from the Jets. So that gave us two. And then we brought back Malcolm Roach. Gave us a third, a rotational guy. And so signing Brian Brzee that helps us out a lot. He's going to be a first a one first day start if he can stay healthy. Yeah, I think he will too. And then y'all picked up more F- Fosky, right? Isaiah Fosky. Yeah, Isaiah Fosky from Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll probably just. Plug in the start too, don't you think? Um, I don't think he'll start out the rip because you still got Cam Jordan, mm-hmm. and we we you know we drafted Peyton Turner two years ago in the first round. They're still waiting on him to stay healthy, mm-hmm. so I think they still going to give him a chance. Him and Carl Granderson let them rotate the first, and Isaiah come in some point in time. Yeah, the one I hated was Kendra Miller, man. Yeah, I didn't want to see y'all getting Kendra Miller. Now I, I was surprised about that one also because you know I was I was bound for Tajay Spears because I didn't think Miller still be there. So mm-hmm. I was like, man, maybe we can get Tajay Spears to do some stuff. But I don't I don't know why he fell because the knee injury was just the MCL sprain. It wasn't even yeah. a it wasn't even a tear. It was just I mean I don't, I don't he wouldn't have made a difference in the Georgia game, but it was just <laughs> no. the MCL sprain. <laughs> So I don't know why he fell to the third, but I'm glad he did. Yeah, I think that's gonna be really good long term. Yeah. That's gonna be a good pick for y'all, man. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he, he's, a- he's already he said in his interview that he told Kamara he respect him, but he's coming for the number one running back spot. Oh man, man, man Kamara may take his ass out. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was saying like, dude, you gotta pump your brakes. Yeah, you didn't see the video. <laughs> <laughs> he might literally take your ass out. Like, you yeah. <laughs> you didn't see the video, man. Well, okay. One day at the training camp, it'd be like two dudes there in a black suit. <laughs> be careful. I was like, it's said, okay uh, to be confident, man, but Jesus. 
Yeah. Lisa, Bryce Young is food. Can the Saints at least agree with us on that? So, you agree with that, Chris? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, man, I, I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, Carolina did some stuff this offseason, man. I agree with <laughs> they, you. I agree with you. Yeah. Agree they did some that. stuff this offseason and in the draft. They drafted well. Yeah. So, hopefully it's the rookie jitters. <laughs> but they look pretty good on paper. You yeah, know, and Bryce, you know Bryce – yeah, dude, I, I've, I've loved and hated watching Bryce Hall at the same time over these last three years because <laughs> – I mean, Chris, you know, we talk about it every season, man. Like, we'll, we'll text each other because Chris is a big LSU fan. Obviously, I'm, you know, so we've had this rivalry going on for a long time, but it's a respectful rivalry. And, um, and, uh, but just watching Bryce, man, like I've said it before, like he's so calm, like it makes me nervous as hell. Like I, I get nervous for him and he's just in the pocket, man. People flying by, he's just chilling, looking downfield, trying to find the receiver and throwing guys open and just, I mean, He's next level type thinker, man. Yeah. Like he really is when it comes to that. Yeah. So that that worries me for sure. And I mean, they already had a pretty stout defense. And they go out there and add, and they get Jonathan Mingo, which I really yeah. wanted for us. You yes, know, I did uh, too. Or yeah. just not them to have, um, particularly. So I mean, it's, he's got a nice weapon there. So yeah, I mean, they're going to be a tough one, man. They're not going to be an easy one. I, I mean, you, you know, you never know what's going to happen as far as, you know, like we've said it before a hundred times on the show, you can't, it's hard to translate that QB position into the league, but it'd be tough to see him miss, I think, you know, on that one. But but we will see, man. Um, uh, Lo, you got any questions for Chris, man? Any Saints questions or anything like that? I mean, I know a lot of people, a lot of people are saying that Derek Carr it's the best quarterback in this division. My question to you is, are y'all going to be upside down on that car payment? That's my question for you, Chris. <laughs> well, I <laughs> just looking at it, if you go just off of Loomis already went to the bank. <laughs> experience and stat-wise, he probably is, quote, the best quarterback in the division. Um. But you know we we gonna have to see we're gonna have to see I think he I think Carr's gonna be fine man so um he got the approval from from the goat from Drew so I think he's gonna be fine and we we trying to we surrounded him we got Mike back we got Michael Thomas back if he could just stay on the field um he should have posted that forty video did you see I don't it? know why he did that yeah I don't know why look he was like running sand. Like, yeah. He doesn't look fast at all. Like he might you be going fast, but he don't look fast. Fastest guy in the world. So I mean, it's not. <laughs> but but I think Carr's gonna be okay, man. I just I I do think he's the best quarterback in the division just because of the experience. Um, you know, that matters. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great this time of year, man. We can all be very optimistic about how our things are looking, and then <laughs> the season happens, and then. God, that's what happened. Gabriel said, you have to love how many jackets the Saints are, man. I'm taking shots. I told you I'll be nice, man. Chris, good guy. We're taking a in Atlanta again this year, so. Uh, man, I'm telling you. But we, we, man, our line, dude, just, just looking at the depth chart now, like I was just looking earlier today, but even before the show, like looking at last year's depth chart compared to this year, it's unbelievable, dude. I mean, you look at the D-line alone. I mean, Timmy Horn, Jalen Dalton. I mean, these are guys that got, you know, real minutes last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, now we – Anya Mata and Calais Campbell and and Grady and, you know, Taquan coming back, you know, Eddie Goldman come out of retirement, which we know by talking about, you know, like, just 
so many things. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of glad we didn't go out there and throw a ton of money at like a hard grave or somebody like that. Cause there wasn't to me low. And I mean, you can talk about it too. I, I'm cool with like stashing a bunch of guys for not yeah. a whole lot of like a little bit here, a little bit there, Bud Dupree, you know what I mean? Like, like a bunch of guys that can do similar things, but you can keep them on and off the field. Like, especially when in the, in the off season, when like, there's not a ton of guys that just make you want to go break the bank. Now there's a Nick Bosa next year that we can talk about that next year, <laughs> but like this year there wasn't that person, you know what I mean? So going out and get, I know they're a little bit older guys, but again, when you're kind of limiting some of their snap counts and they're keeping each other fresh, then that, to me, I, I thought that was a good way to build it. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, you know, it's, I mean, just like you said, it's kind of like the Mike Nolan, you know, philosophy that he had whenever he was the defensive coordinator here. Mm-hmm. Instead of having four guys get 10 sacks, why don't we get 10 guys to have four? Right. You know, so it's like, you know, yeah, let's, let's keep guys fresh, you know. As the fresher we keep them, the less risk of injury and, you know, the more constant pressure throughout the game. Yeah, I think um, Nielsen with his, uh, was last year with the Saints. I think, Chris, I think y'all had 48 or something like that yeah. sacks, I believe it was, 48 points, something like that. Um, and yeah. I think they said um, 14 different guys yeah. contributed so he, to that. He create, he can, he know how to line the guys up, man. He's a, like I said, he's a gap guru. So, and it's not a lot of, it's a bunch we even, of stuff. We don't even, we don't even know how to respond to that. Yeah. Like we're not gonna know what to do if we're if we're like if we're getting multiple sacks during the game like every week, dude. I don't know what I don't know that we can handle it. Yeah, you're gonna know. get sacked. You're gonna get sacked, <laughs> man. Y'all are gonna stop the run. It's gonna be hard to run against y'all this year. Um, it wasn't. It I mean, it wasn't easy last year, but um, you just you just couldn't create any pressure. That's gonna be the big difference this year for y'all. Y'all gonna be able to create some pressure this year. Yeah, I mean, we got. I mean. Low, what do you think a realistic sack total is this year? If you had to put a number on it. If I had to put a number on it, I would say 36. That's 15 better. I'll take it. 15 better than last year. That puts you probably, what, about mid? Mid-league, somewhere around there? Yeah, Yeah, so that's somewhere around there. Uh, Gabriel said, did you see we tried to trade for Kyler? I don't know how much I believe that at all, man. I believe that. <laughs> just looking at how they built the team now, I don't know, man. And not to mention, like we, we talked about the guys that they drafted. To me, that screams even more that the whole Deshaun thing was a purely an Arthur Blank thing. Yes, it was because yeah. this these two dudes don't seem to go down that path. That was <laughs> y'all ball boy, man. So why not give your ball boy a shot? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean nothing. Nothing happened until he made the phone call to Art. You know, or, I mean to Arthur Blank. You know, and then all of a sudden it was like, oh, and I just jumped. Up. But yeah, I don't think that that was any anywhere close to to happening, man. Um, Uncle Steve was happening, man. Make sure y'all check out Uncle Steve, man. Every week yeah. puts out some fantastic shows. Chris said, Chris's excitement level when he mentioned David Carr gives me all the confidence in the world. <laughs> he'll, be, he'll be able to sweep the Saints. <laughs> kind of hard to see a straight face trying to make Carr incredible. Unk, man, you're hilarious, man. Except, <laughs> uh, man, we we all got to be uh, we all got to be positive this time of year, and then the season comes, and we then we can change our views or whatever happens then. <laughs> now I'm confident in Carr. Now I'm just conf- I have confidence in him. I think Carr is gonna be fine. <laughs> I hope I hope you're wrong, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm done. Like I said, there's no problem with that at all. Um, did you have any like like an underrated? Like, what would be your underrated signing or draft pick if you had to pick one for the Saints? Um, probably At Perry. 
Um, he fell. That's another one that I wanted to get. Receiver from Wake Forest. He fell to the sixth round, and um, the reports were like his. He had character issues during his interviews. Like maybe he was too quiet or too arrogant. I don't know what it was, but he had. They said he had character issues during his interview. So, um, that was a surprise pick. But he also led the NCAA in drops too. So I don't know if that had any effect on, on why he failed a little bit, but getting a guy that's six five runs a four four, I mean, that's big, man. That's that's a big target for one of our weaknesses on the team was receiver. So we needed that. Yeah, no, I liked AT too, man. I think I think low, I think you talked about AT before as well. And that yeah. was somebody we kind of targeted as well. I mean, you know, got that size that Arthur Smith likes. So mm-hmm. yeah, I forgot about I forgot about y'all drafting him, man. That's man, yeah, that sucks. We, we traded up, uh, uh we traded with the Broncos. We traded um Troutman to the Broncos and Sean gave us that gave us that one more gift, I guess. <laughs> that one last gift. <laughs> Oh man, Gabriel said if Ritter is uh good this year, I think he's just bad because he's surrounded by talent. I'm not even sure. I think I get the gist of what you're saying. I know Gabriel hates Desmond for whatever reason. Oh, wow. um, but uh yeah, man, I don't know, dude. I mean, how many quarterbacks have you seen surrounded by terrible talent that does well? Or mediocre talent. I mean, it's you know, Tom Brady had some rough years with some, you know not name brand wide receivers, but he's also Tom Brady. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not asking the dude to be Mahomes, man. We don't we don't need him to be Patrick Mahomes. I mean we just yeah. need him to be we need him not to screw up and not to uh if you if you've yeah that's fine. It's I'm not even gonna talk anymore about it. Billy Mills character's issues during pre draft interviews sounds like he was trying to determine where he landed. Uh about AT yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That that's true. Impossible. I mean, he stays in black and gold, so I guess. Oh, he doesn't have to change his gloves or anything. He got he got the same thing, man. So, yeah. Lo, did you want to say anything to the Ritter comment, man? I'm sorry, I just cut you off. No, oh, nah, nah. I mean, look. I mean, everybody know how I feel about Desmond Ritter. You know. Even going back to the petition last year, everybody mm-hmm. knows, you know, that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. Ritter's I mean, gonna fine, man, Ritter's, he's going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, what from a, from a Saints perspective, or just a non Atlanta fan perspective, what do you, I mean, what's your, what's your call on him? Ritter's going to be fine. He's, he's, he's being surrounded by the, Arthur Smith is surrounding him with things that he needs. You need a running back. You need receives. You need, you need offensive line. So they've addressed, all of that and Ritter now all he has to do is go out and be Desmond Ritter. He doesn't have he doesn't have to be anybody like you said Mahomes. He doesn't have to just be Desmond. Make yeah. the throws when, when you have to make them. Hand the ball off. He don't have to don't be special. But I think I think he's gonna be good. Desmond Ritter is a four year college starter, man. That matters. Yes. So in a pro style offense. So He's catching the flack, I guess, because he's not. He's not flashy, man. He's not flashy. Yeah, he's, not he's, not, flashy. he's not exciting. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's he's calm and collective. So he's he's gonna catch the flack, but he's gonna be good. I think Desmond's gonna, especially in the NFC. Mm-hmm. So if it was oh, AFC, he may be in trouble. But NFC, 
<laughs> it's it's a toss up after Jalen Hurts, so <laughs> he's gonna be fine. Desmond, I mean, go fine. go back and look. I mean, if you just look athletically between him and Matt Ryan, there's no comparison. It's no comparison. Like, like no he comparison. is a like, superior athlete to Matt. Yes. Uh, you look at Matt's first four games. Low, you were here. We were all here. Um, they weren't good. Um, folks were saying, "Well, we we he's going to be a bust. We should have took Dorsey. Yeah. This is terrible pick." You know, I mean, y'all, you remember? Like it was all over Sports Talk Radio. It was I everywhere. Remember. I remember. Um, people were just out on Matt like that. Like, oh, this is going to be just terrible. And we took a number, what, three, two, whatever number it was, three, yeah, yeah. three. Um, and then obviously he turned out to, to be what he is. So. I mean, you look at the measurables, man. If he doesn't, if he plays for, I don't know, a division, like, you know, a high, like a SEC or a Big Ten or a Pac 12 school, he's probably going first round. Well, first yeah. round if you yeah. look, if you look at his, just his numbers alone, and like you said, Chris, four year starter, I mean, like, that's, that's, he, if, unfortunately for him, he came out in a year where the best quarterback was Kenny Pickett. You know, that get last year's quarterback class was not great. Obviously, yeah. we know that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that just, you know, pushed him down. And if there's ever, dude, if y'all just watch the interview, dude, he's got a chip on his shoulder the size of a damn boulder, man. Yeah. Like he hear, he hears everything. He hears all the talk. He hears all, he sees everything on ESPN. He knows he's rated the dead last quarterback in the, in the league. Uh, <laughs> he's seen this stuff on CBS. He's seen this stuff everywhere. Like he knows all this. All this is is just fueling him, man. And like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's the type of guy that would, that is going to make this to his detriment. Like some, some guys can, that can, you know what I mean? Like you can, it, it can, you can overdo it. You know what I mean? Like you, you're trying yeah. to make something happen. He's going to have to not, like you said, like last year in the games, like he going to have to go out there and not force things and just he'll have to learn that, you know, like, Hey, like I don't, and I think he got that in those last, I'm glad, I wish he got more, but he didn't, he got the four games, but I think he learned throughout those four games that, okay, even though I just have Drake and Nicole Pruitt basically and Tyler Algier, that they're still out there making plays. And I just have to trust him, you know? That's it. So and now, now you multiply that by three or four guys. I mean, you know, it's going to be a little bit, a little bit different. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Gabriel said, "What is your thoughts on Justin Marshall? I definitely think he'll make the roster." Low, what you say, man? I mean, out of all the, out of all the guys that we're getting, I, I'm really thinking he could have a good chance of making it. Um, the Ikena Inek 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 Chukwu. Is that, I think, that I think that's it. I think yeah. that's it. Yeah. Nick Chukwu. Yeah. Um. He's a he's a, he's a big boy. He is a big boy. He's a big boy, and you know, I heard that he got a. I heard that motor got some good oil in it, John. So, I mean, it might be one of those situations. They they want their defensive tackle. I mean, it could be a possibility. He could be that guy as well. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, but yeah, I'm really liking Justin Marshall as well. You know, um, one thing that we do well in this Arthur Smith era is developing the young talent to, to get them on the field. We kind of bring them along slowly. That's not something that we've done with like the last three or four regimes. Right. No, it's not. Yeah. It's been, we could spend a whole nother show talking about that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, I, I agree, man. Gabriel, I think he's a, what is he? Six, two, uh, two, 10 ish. Yeah. Um, I think he ran a four, four good hand. I think he's got a good chance to make the team too, man. I really do. Um, and then in a check, we a guy, I think, yeah, I think he, I just saw the brief highlight video on him, but yeah, he looks like he can move man for that yeah. guy, that size. He's like, so yeah. Um, really said, low, you just handed over the QB one spot like that. 
Got to give the man his flowers. Got to give him. I just like the idea of settling for it when there's guys like Williams, May, Ewers, and Phoenix coming out next year. Well, I mean, I guess we'll we'll know, right? We'll know next year. I mean, if we go 10 and 7, or I mean, 10, 10 and what? Yeah, 10 and 7, or we go, hell, if we win more than 10 games, we're in the playoffs, then there's no reason really to go. And Ritter plays well. There's no reason. You won't I mean, you can't draft those guys if you finish, if you go to play. Yeah. They'll be <laughs> oh hell no! You have to, you have to hemorrhage yeah. the next three, four years of drafts, man, just to move back okay. to anywhere. And you know, I mean, did every any team that's near the bottom this year? I mean, they're gonna be fighting each other, man, to make to have that pick, whether it's Drake May or whether it's Williams, man, because those yeah. are the, those two guys are gonna be the most sought after quarterbacks in a long time. <laughs> oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just you know, like I said, I don't if he's doing a job and he's doing it well, I don't. I don't care. I just want. I, I just want need him to win, man. Like I said, if if Arthur's going to be here and this is our offense, then I got no problem with it. If he can succeed with it, that's it. Uh, but we, yeah, we will see. Um, Chris, man, did you uh, have anything for us on the Falcon side of things? I know you obviously living in Atlanta, so you hear and see enough of it. But uh, besides Bajan Robinson, I think the you spoke on earlier with the tackle y'all picked up. That was huge. Um, I think it was a steal for you all um, because I don't think he would have been there if you would have turned up. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Um, the tight end, uh, besides Pitts, I think that's going to be big in the offense also um, because he he's a good route runner. He's fast. He's big. Um, so that's going to take pressure off of Desmond also. So, I mean, everything, they they are – They've done a great job of surrounding him. So, so not happy at all. <laughs> if he does fail, it's like, well, maybe this is not, he just not, don't have it then. Yeah, that's it. But I, I, I don't think he will, man. I think Desmond is going to be here for many years. So I think he, I think he's your guy. I mean, Mike talked about it last week. Uh, low. I mean, like they've been throwing too many bouquets at Desmond the last month and a half for it to all be just fake you know exactly. i mean whether it's arthur or terry or uh kyle smith um you know who talked the other day i mean the, the social media team they're all you know and, and kyle and kyle said it and we've heard it uh from other guys too but um he, he said you know from the neck up desmond has it 100 oh, yeah. oh and yeah. that's 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 a huge difference in guys that make it to the next level. I just, we talked about it, like I said, over and over and over again. I mean, they can have all the athletic talent in the world. Uh, if they do not have it up top and they cannot process things quickly, they can't decipher defenses. They can't get out of the right checks into the right calls. Not going to be successful. So you got to have a guy that's, that can quick and think fast, man. So, uh, you know, that's up to you. That's it. that stuff you cannot tell by watching film or by watching a combine video. You can't tell that until they're on the field and they've experienced the NFL for a good season, really, you know, to really see, like, you know, what defenses are coming at you. I mean, because you're seeing a different defense every week. So, at least other than the two UDFAs, the others look like, uh, yeah, uh, who the hell is Penny Hart? Penny Hart, man, from Georgia State's own, Georgia man. State, DSU. CMS miss instantly solids, but yeah, he'll be special teams, man. I don't think anything more than that, really. I mean, if Penny Hart's one of your receivers, then we've had some some serious problems go down, and we don't yeah. we don't need that. I like Penny Hart a lot. Like I said, he, he he's from 
from a low and high school man, but I don't, I don't, I don't think we need to see him on there as a receiver. Um, yeah, not at all. Um, well, anyway, man, that's pretty much all I had. Lo, do you have anything else for Chris? Are you good to go, bud? Nah, man, I'm good, brother. Well, Chris, man, I appreciate you coming on and talking some Saints with us and talking some Falcons, and we're going to definitely have you back on, man, prior to obviously the season. Um, we're going to be, I know with Lo, we've talked about it, man. We're going to be so. I'll probably be this excited for a preseason game in my entire life. Oh God, boy! <laughs> I'm ready for it, man. I'm ready. I mean, I'm glad I got season start August. Yeah, ah, yeah. We're gonna, have, we're gonna have to get there early, man. Uh, for the to watch them there at camp, so we can watch them there. I mean, it's gonna be, man. I cannot wait. I'm glad we got the Braves during the summer, but it's gonna be a long summer, man. Waiting for this to, because yeah. now we're we're officially yeah. in the in the dead time, right? In between now and when training camp starts, so. Um, it's gonna be fun, man. Like, yeah, uh, Alberta said, Hell yeah, I can't wait, dude. You gotta come down here during that time. We all gotta go, yeah, we all gotta get yeah. out there. Yeah, um, let me know when y'all go to the camp, man. I'm, I want to come scout and see what I could, what film I could see. We will Girl. blindfold you and uh, put you in it. <laughs> yep, absolutely. We'll take you there, man. Oh, that's awesome. You said trying to fly down. Oh, that'd be awesome, dude. Oh, that's you, perfect. You let us know the day, man, and we will, yes. we will make it happen. But, uh, yeah, man, Liam is. He is extremely happy to get there and get some autographs and see some guys. And uh, yeah, he he was very Close happy about to that. Step day. on Bijan's foot or something. I may get <laughs> I may get knocked no. out like Camara, but I just want to <laughs> step on his toe. Yeah, you challenge our friendship, Chris, buddy. If y'all see you do that, I'm gonna tackle you on the foot. But, I'll take uh, it. I'm, I give up. I'm, I'm a, I, I give up. I give up. <laughs> Yeah, man. No, I think uh, somebody I forgot who I saw online said they had saw when uh, when Bijan arrived, like he was a lot bigger than they thought he was going to be, like in person. You know what I mean? So, I mean, you know, he's six foot two twenty is not small, but I mean, he, he's like he's he doesn't look that way, but he's so cut. He doesn't have any body fat, man. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah. So he said he was working out with Jamar Chase and they're and their trainer. So I mean, that's it's oh, all he, good he, news to me. Man. He should have at least sixty catches. To help uh rid out. Kamara used to give Drew Brees 80. So Bijan should have at least 50 to see. He should be 50 to 60 catches. Then he will easily be offensive rookie of the year. Easy. Like, he he yeah. will. I think he will be already. So I, I don't think uh I don't think anybody's gonna be him. And he hadn't played it down yet. So <laughs> no, that's the thing. I mean, like uh, yeah, if he gets that many, then yeah, dude, that's gonna be a hell of a Hell of a year. He's gonna have some record breaking years for sure. Um, yeah, man. And uh so yeah, low man, dude. Thank you for coming by tonight, man. Man, thank you so much for having me, man. I enjoyed it per usual. Uh yeah, dude. Always, man. Always welcome, man. We'll uh hopefully Mike will be back next week and we'll uh we'll have another guest on. Um and then we'll we'll probably take a break. I've got to go uh the first week of June, we'll be up in Cooperstown for a baseball tournament for uh, oh okay for my kid. Yeah, so he's yeah. got a so it's going to be fun, man. We're going to be up there. So, yeah, yes, yeah, I can't wait. So uh, we're going to be up there. Actually, Alberta might be coming over from Rhode Island. So oh, we might, okay. We might, we might be hanging out. Um, so, but the uh, so yeah, we're going to take a break at least the first week of June. We may break a little bit during the summer, just a little, uh, you know a little time off. But there's always stuff to talk about, so we can always come on here and we'll try to get on some guests that we haven't had. We're looking, I think, next Thursday. I think it's going to be another show next Thursday, not Wednesday, so Thursday night. With uh, Twisted Torch, if y'all have seen oh, him, man. Okay. Yeah, I love man. Terry's That's great, boy. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Terry, Terry's great. So right. we're going, 
we've been we, we've been trying to get up and no, our schedules just never mixes so we finally i think we finally got a, a good time so next thursday at eight man twist the torch and we here with me and mike uh millie says so should uh draft Bijan this first year huh could be a yeah. good, I think he's, he's gonna go high in some fantasy drafts man oh yeah oh yeah i'm not going to because i don't want to jinx anything but uh I try not to draft any Falcons players if at all possible because it just never works out for me. They get hurt. Mike is, or... Mike is definitely drafting. Bijan. Oh, Mike's one hundred percent. Man, low, look, last <laughs> year in our team, dude, last year in our fantasy team, like low, it was Mike's first year playing fantasy. I swear to God, Chris, he had what like eight Falcons. Yeah, yeah. his whole thing was a Falcons. Fan. I was like, Mike, you don't under, do you know how this is played, dude? Like, you're not. Like, I know you like the guy a lot. He was out yeah, there looking Julio for like Jones, Matt Ryan. And oh, like Mike, it was hilarious. <laughs> it like old Mike. He was like, he, he was like, man, he's like, I was trying to find Tevin Coleman because I like, I like, no, Mike, he's not playing right now. <laughs> he's not playing, dude. Don't, don't pick. <laughs> oh, this shit was hilarious, man. Man. Um, Carrie said, great show, man. I always enjoy hearing from Chris. Probably the only level-headed Saints fan I've seen. <laughs> hey, there's not very – there's not many. We're, we're lucky to have him as a friend. That's right. Uh, but hell yeah, I said. Uh, hell yeah, Carrie, get up here for uh, for um, for training camp. That'd be great, man. Uh, we're going to have a crew, I think, low so We're trying to get a spot out there and have a whole bunch of folks. And We're going to be deep, man. We're going to be deep. I won't wear black and gold. I just put on all black. So that'll be safe. Yeah. I don't know that you'll leave uh, all intact if you wear black and gold. I don't think that'll be a very good idea. I can only protect you so long, man. Um, uh, and Jordan, appreciate you, brother, man. Have a great weekend, man. So, uh, yeah, boys, as always, y'all can follow us on uh, Twitter, Out of Your F and Mind. You can follow us here, of course, uh, subscribe to the channel here, Out of Your Falcon Mind. And like I said, drop a like to the video. So it helps us just, like I said, just keep growing, man, getting out there to more Falcons uh, fans. And uh, then, of course, on our audio platforms, you can catch us any podcast platform, Apple, uh, Spotify, drop us a five-star review. Helps us on those platforms, and that keeps growing. Um <laughs> I'm the same way with my fantasy football teams. I don't pick Falcons players. Can't do it, man. I can't do it. Can't bet on them. I can't pick them. None of that. I just can't. Do it. I, I had. I, I'll take that back. I had Matt one year, and it was a good year. Uh, so I, I, that was okay. But I, other than that, I, I I took Devonta one year. He got hurt. I said, no, nah, I'm never doing it again. <laughs> so that was that was that. But um, yeah, man. So like I said, low. Make sure y'all follow low, man. Drop where everybody can find you, buddy. Hey, man. My name is Big Low Country. I'm just old country boy, former football coach that love to sit around and talk about sports. Um, you know, and look, feel free to come check us out. One of the positive Atlanta Falcons content creators. We get together and link up together all the time. And you know we're gonna have a good time going into the season, man. Hundred percent, man. Make sure I mean the the we I try to catch loads shows every every week, man. They're always great. The chat's always funny, man. Driving it, it's hilarious. Um, so it's it's always a good time. Mostly mostly good stuff. Mostly common sense stuff. You know, not too many crazy takes. Not too but, many. Not too, not too many. many. Every now and then, every now and then, something crazy gonna come through. But. <laughs> of course. Oh <laughs> um, uh, man, Chris, whenever when you when you gonna start your Saints podcast, man? You need to get man, on. I don't know, man. It's I know you. I know you're a little busy with kids and stuff, but you know. Yeah, I probably have to do it by myself since I don't really have any, you know, anybody here. So if I do start it, I don't know. We'll see. Hey, you should jump into it, man. There's got to be somebody back home you can get with, right? Actually, yeah, possibly. 
<laughs> but they're not gonna be as li- well. Maybe that'll be the purpose because they're not gonna be as level headed as I am. They gonna oh, so you need both. No, oh, you, you need Mike. This you need the Mike that's out there. Like we're going to Super Bowl every year and we're going to win every <laughs> yeah. game. And you need somebody level headed. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, Chris, in my first fantasy draft, I drafted two Falcons players. I got laughed at and quickly learned why. Uh, don't, don't draft players from your own team. Yeah, man. Uh, versus low, have them shows during two two drill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. It's all hey, it's it's all good, man. It's great. We have we have the shows different times today. It's great, man. Good night, Carrie. She said good night, uh, John Bigelow, Chris, and Chet. Have a great weekend. And tell Mike sending him good vibes. I definitely will, Carrie. We appreciate that. All right, y'all. Uh, again, check us out uh, here always. And always, you can also catch us on the Variety Sports Network. Uh, you can. Uh, we have a great Facebook page. If you want to go, uh, you can just request to join. I'll approve you there. Not a whole lot goes on there. Mike does all of our TikTok. You can follow us there. He does our Instagram. You can follow us there. Um, you can. Uh, I do all the. I do most of the Twitter. Mike sometimes will come in, like he did day before yesterday, and drop something, then run off. And then did, let me have to deal with the rest of it. So, uh, luckily this time it was a positive thing though. He dropped, uh, it's been, dude, I'm going to tell you all that, uh, the, the, uh, how long you've been a Falcons fan. He posted on TikTok. Yeah, and we have hundreds of responses, man. Like, and they are awesome. I mean, we we're talking about like from night, from the time of the inception, there was a guy who posted his, uh, his season ticket holder since 66. Wow. He posted the patch. He had a patch that he had from 66. Um, So just, I mean, dude, seeing like all the different stories and like how people became fans and like just amazing, man. Like, so that that was, that was a good one that he dropped and he didn't just drop a bomb and run off like he does sometimes, but he, (laughs) he, he posted a good one and man, just the responses have been amazing. So thank you. Keep those coming, man. Those, those are great. uh, Seeing those. I I try to respond. I at least like all of them. I try to, it's hard. You know how it is, man. It's hard to respond to every single one, but I definitely try to, man. Um, Arkansas, we got to have a Falcons creators and fans, fans football. That'd be dope as hell. Yeah, that would be fun. Like, we should try to get that up. Oh, man. Get with Jack and uh, the boys and the money and Falcon guys, and that'd be fun, man. Yeah, we have plenty to talk about with that one. Yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but anyway, like I said, man, uh, appreciate you guys checking us out tonight. Like I said, back next Thursday, 8 o'clock with Twisted Torch. Uh, if anything changes, just keep your eyes on the channel, and we will make sure to update you there. Um, boys, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Thank you so much for having us, man. Anytime. Thanks for having me, man. Nice to meet you, Big Low. Nice to meet you, Chris. Yeah, man. We all have a good weekend, and we will catch y'all next week. Later. Much love. Hey, Mike's not here, so I'm going to do it. Peace. Out of your (laughs) Falcon mind. Hey, everybody. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. I just want to say a quick thank you for watching one of the shows here on the Variety Sports Network.